0: Good morning, friends. You're tuned into episode 95 of Gamer Heroes. I have lost track. I don't really think it matters that much anymore. Uh, The weekly show where we talk about news reviews and anything else happening in games today, and I don't know how to do an intro. Uh, With me, as always, is Thomas Egan. What's up? Hey. You're doing great. Sure. I'm so tired. I'm proud of you. My name is Cam Koenig, by the way. I forgot to say who I am. My name is uh, Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea? I'm calling you that every time now. I'm literally changing that in the script right this second. Please do that. I'm not stopping you. Okay. Should I say my sweet tea? I'll I'll deal with that later. Anyway. (laughs) Hey, what's up? I'm exhausted, dude. I just got back in from RTX like, oh, what time ago. It was like, I think I got home at maybe close to two o'clock this morning. Man, you're running on fumes, huh? I'm exhausted. It was a great, great time. And I had an absolute blast with everyone I was hanging out with. But, oh, boy, I'm, I'm beat. I'm beat.
1: Uh, why I'm interested to hear about that?
0: Yeah, it it was a good time. Uh, played a lot more games than I thought I would. I actually didn't kind of expect there to be kind of any video games there, considering mm-hmm. just I I have always forgotten how big of an entity Rooster Teeth has been lately. You know, uh, yeah, between, for sure, like all of their shows that they have, and they actually straight up have some game studios now
1: that's like some internal crazy. stuff
0: they've been they showed off a game there which i didn't actually get to play because the line was fucking long but it was neat um but yeah i i didn't know i didn't realize they owned right. studios
1: that's I, a whole they have like internal studios thing I didn't like know they,
0: about. they they make video games in addition to having like animation studios and like internet content so it's fucking wild wow yeah. is there anything they don't do? red versus blue has come a long way apparently <laughs> yeah, yeah no kidding um yeah but i to kind of i guess jump into a lot of things i'll kind of go chrono- chronologically excuse me just in terms of what i've been playing over the past week because it's been a blur uh so been still jumping back in pretty hard to destiny 2 um obviously since i have not been home to play it and you can't really take that with you as easily and mm-hmm. i was obviously busy i haven't played it in a few days but you don't have destiny on your switch oh god i fucking wish i that that would blow up your switch like the load times on it are already kind of bad enough just because that game is so huge Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i i've been that that game has just got its hooks in me pretty deep uh more than i kind of expected it to like i find myself just every day just like flipping through like, okay, well I've got this destiny Two companion app. I'm going to go and check and see like, okay, cool. well, This guy's here. And I have like this many things that I can turn into a vendor. Uh, so I can get this reward and just kind of piecemealing my way up to that level cap. Cause I like seeing that number just get like incrementally higher, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but they're, they're doing some really cool stuff. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of just quests that just get dumped on you. And once you complete them, you get like a cool, like quest exclusive item. Or they have like timed exclusive stuffs for like the current season, which added in this thing called the menagerie, which I just have not done yet because there's too much to fucking do in that game. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm having a blast with it, and it's really cool.
1: Uh, that is really cool. Um, I've talked to a bunch of people about that gambit mode that we discussed. It's still really fun. I bet it's still really fun, but it's it's really making me realize, like, absolutely not. I cannot play this game. You should. There's too you, much. You have no time. You're Dude, wanting
0: to jump into WoW Classic. Yeah, and... I'm about to
1: do that. Ugh, I'm about to pay 15 bucks a month to play like 15 minutes a month. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but I'm gonna that have a good time to be doing I've it. What I've heard from a lot of people, like I've never <laughs> heard a single person say like, oh man, WoW Classic, this is going to be great. I'm going to play it all day, every day. They're going to be like, I'm probably good for like two months. Yeah. And then they're just out again. Like, it's good that people kind of know where they're getting into with that.
1: But Well, at least now I can afford it. You know, when I was a kid, I, you know, Mm -hmm. my parents paid for it and I never wanted to bring it up because then then I'd have to talk about it. Right. You know, I have to explain why they're still paying for it. Um, but at least now I can afford it. Uh, I just don't have the time for it. But but I want to play with people. So it, it's going to take me like six months to get my first character to level 60. But I'm going to do it. Yeah. Hey. You know, so I, I decided I'm actually going to play Alliance after all, which I've m- basically never done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be pretty much all new content for me, which means it'll take longer. But it'll be, I think, a more fun experience, especially because knowing my friends who are playing they're going to play for about three months and then they're going to forget about it. And all these people on the horde side, especially for this Kansas City group we've got going, um, I just expect myself to be abandoned uh, (laughs) a few months in when I'm still only got like a level 20. Mm Mm-hmm uh so anyway i'm hoping uh to see a lot of new content on the i say new uh, a lot of new to me content some new old content right some new 10 year old content uh (laughs) on the alliance side since i never played that and um yeah i've just been enjoying it we have the the kansas city warcraft discord
0: that's popping Mm -hmm. off dude yeah i've i've been talking to a couple of people who've been in that and it's blowing the fuck up yeah so if you're in kansas city holler at your boys that's us we're your boys that's us I, not me uh, actually i'm not gonna play that game we got, got, got double k and sweet tea and, over here yeah oh, god i <laughs> show's canceled everyone
1: <laughs> uh, uh but yeah i'm excited for that because uh even if i don't play that much i enjoy talking to people about the game and um it, it'll be nice to have meetups like actual meetups where you can see the people you're playing with um that's very exciting that's just that really hits me in the right spot so even if i barely get to play with anybody um just the meetups alone will be worth it mm-hmm. so uh, yeah that's cool but definitely don't have time for destiny
0: yeah no you don't <laughs> not <even laughs> i don't a little think bit. i do honestly like there's just so much in that game uh and I've, I've heard people say hey like do not like i've heard people say the phrase you pretty much can't do all of this stuff within like the time that they're kind of giving you to do it which is i think a good and a bad thing because i'm very much someone who's just like okay well i have this one more thing so i'm just going to keep playing right i will just stay up till three in the fucking morning chasing after a quest and then realize there's another step after i complete that uh, step yeah, and then yeah. i just go to bed absolutely uh so don't play destiny 2 but you should play destiny 2 because it's incredible and that game is in incredibly great shape it's super like healthy population and um, gambit's fucking fun it's Good.
1: I really want to play that but also I keep comparing it to a raid in WoW. Mm-hmm. It was actually in OG WoW and in, in vanilla, but it was so in the game that I never got even remotely close to it. Um but that's, you know, that's got me hyped for both of those things cuz it, it's the one where like you split your team in half, you split your raid in half. You've got your weak side on the left, you've got your strong side on the left or on the right and uh basically these living enemies are thrown at you and they're, you know, they're pretty strong and you kill them, but when you kill them, they respawn on the other side as zombies uh, much, much stronger. And so your strong team will take them on. Well, the trick there is to kill them at the right rate because if you kill the living ones too quickly, you will overwhelm the zombie side. Uh, So that kind of reminds me of Gambit of just like, all right, it is PVE, but you're kind of competing with each other. Given in the raid, it's all cooperative, but uh, it's basically you're just trying to send enemies at...
0: Yeah, if you if you want later, maybe after we record, I'll just kind of show you a couple matches of that. If you just want to at least see it, see it going on, it's it's fun. It's it's really it's hard, Uh, but I also I have I've straight up like I don't know if I'm just bad at gambit, but I have won maybe three or four games total. Uh, Like on your team, yeah, but like the three or four that I played were with people that I could like communicate with. Mm-hmm. instead of just like matchmaking randos like i don't know if that's kind of the case but i'm still having fun with it even when i lose like the matches when they're close they're still incredibly exciting
1: yeah um, um that's how i feel about apex right now oh and uh, nice segue yeah because i've been playing that the past week the season two dropped and um i have spent plenty of time talking about apex you guys know that that's the first battle royale i've ever gotten into um We talked in the past, uh, wouldn't it be cool for the season pass, they did the thing that apparently Fortnite does where it's like, hey, here's a challenge. Go drop in artillery three times or something. And uh, by doing that stuff, you rank up your battle pass or whatever, which is much better this time around because in the first season, it was basically play a whole lot, and that's how you level up. But now, um, while you do have to play a lot, of course... Uh, there are ways to fast track it and cool ways to play in different you know different styles and all this stuff uh, it's cool it has daily and weekly challenges and uh, a bunch of good stuff but uh, that that's cool I feel like the changes of the gameplay that have come out are are interesting we talked about uh, you'd mention you're like wouldn't it be cool if those dinosaurs on the outside? uh that are out in the water those the leviathans they're called mm-hmm. if they somehow like walked through the map or something well do they, do
0: they walk through the map
1: they don't walk but they stand and they stomp and i mean That's you'd, cool. you'd have to be a fool to to get stepped on but um it's interesting because the the map has changed dramatically especially cut down the middle where the river runs through king's Canyon. Um, it, everything's destroyed. There are the old bridges in the middle are completely demolished. Is is Skulltown um, there?
0: Is the bone zone okay? The
1: bone zone is still okay. Okay. I think it's totally untouched which is... Okay, one, great. I would call that one of the least altered okay. parts of the map.
0: That's important. Uh, you well, got to preserve the bone zone.
1: I wonder what they are going to do when they change that because you know it's going to be huge when they do something because that's... They even reference it in um, in these notes that they uh, announced for the Ranked League. Mm which also just came out, uh, they, they made a remark. They were like, yeah, well, we made this Ranked League and we want it to feel fair because even if your teammates go and kill themselves in Skulltown, <laughs> we still want you to have a shot. You know, um, it, it's... Yeah, there's just uh, different map stuff. The giant dinosaurs are in there, which makes some of the outdoor areas like a lot of your abilities bangalore and gibraltar those are both heroes who call down airstrikes mm-hmm. right well if those dinosaurs are in the way the strikes just don't hit the ground so hmm. um, that's interesting yeah so you'll be fighting outside in open air but huh stuff can't reach you from the sky that's pretty cool it is pretty cool and also the new hero watson i keep calling her tesla because she's electric yeah um she has basically a trophy system that you see in Call of Duty uh, where any incoming projectiles, she just pops them before they can explode.
0: So it can be used to stop their strikes, but more practically. So is it kind of like, I know I keep bringing up the Titanfall comparisons. Is it like kind of like the vortex shield that the Titans have? Um, except with except instead of like you shoot it back at, it, it just dissipates?
1: It, it dissipates. So as far as I understand, a trophy system is a real thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it looks like uh, an upside down like a disco ball on a tripod, and when anything gets within like ten feet of it, oh, it'll like okay, electrify
0: okay. it. So it's not something that like she does passively. It's like an actual like deployable that yeah, like deployable. creates an area that projectiles just can't get into. Yes. Okay. And, and that's it, cool. it seems
1: like it lasts indefinitely. I think you can destroy it, but I've never seen anybody destroy it. Uh, honestly, is
0: the, it kind of like the uh, like the uh, what's Pathfinder? Like the things that he shoots the ziplines. like i know those stay don't those they?
1: stay and definitely can't be destroyed but i get the feeling that hers can be destroyed because mm. that yeah i mean i get the feeling that that must be destroyable um but it's changed the gameplay a lot because a lot of the game before was airstrikes especially bangalore
0: um yeah i think around the time that i quit like i quit playing apex which seemed to be around the time that a lot of other people did too um mm-hmm. It seemed like every single match was just kind of decided by who got their airstrikes. Like every single encounter was like, all right, well, if you have an airstrike, then we're just over here just kind of fucked.
1: Yeah, everybody used uh, Bangalore for airstrike. Mm. Everybody used Lifeline for a care package. Right, yeah,
0: and the teams you were always seeing winning most rounds were pretty much always a Bangalore, a Lifeline, and I saw like a, lot a of Bloodhound or something. I never saw a lot of Bloodhounds win, which nope. sucks because that's who I like to play.
1: Uh, well he's pretty dope he's the person I played the most in season one but uh, they also added random care packages that will drop right when the the match starts oh so like so as everybody's flying out you can see the, the beacon and be like oh I'm gonna land right here and so I dropped and fa- immediately found an L-star which oh, is the shit. new uh, weapon fucking it, it's, love um, the L-star dude it's amazing really oh, it's my favorite so weapon in Titanfall even though I didn't play that much so I didn't unlock that much but it, it just feels good it feels so good and when you shoot people dude I mean they take an insane amount of damage you have like 100 bullets and like 8 bullets will kill somebody it's so powerful hell yeah so that feels pretty cool
0: well I mean obviously you get knocked down but if you kill somebody with it do they like explode like they did in Titanfall (laughs) no but uh,
1: Watson has uh a finisher where she levitates somebody and then touches them and
0: they just poof into static amazing holy shit I need fuck I'm gonna raise I don't have time for this Thomas you you actually should (laughs) boot it up
1: the game is very cool right now the the loot feels better than ever they added a bunch of stuff like uh, energy magazines so now Mm -hmm. like the the devotion was cool weapon It was my first favorite weapon in that Mm -hmm. game Um, it just didn't have a big enough clip or if it did I just didn't have good enough aim to use it Uh, but now you can significantly upgrade the size of your clip so you can just shoot forever with that thing. Uh, so that makes it pretty cool. There, um, they changed the rarity of some items. Like Skull Piercer is is a gold now, um, which That's is the headshot damage and stuff.
0: Probably a good move. Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter as much on console. It I feels smart, like it makes sense, right? Even though I don't think it's really changed the gameplay. I definitely think it makes more sense for
0: PC because
1: when everybody oh, sure. runs around sure, yeah. getting headshots all the time, if you're playing
0: with like a professional streamer you just don't stand a chance. Uh, so uh a streamer that I watched used to run some like Friday night weekly tournaments. Uh shout out to Snowbike Mike. He's a great dude. Um he I like he would just basically it was like your squad whatever platform you wanted to play on and I would just be watching these matches kind of as they were happening and like all of the ones on PC were just like, all right, cool. I'm just going to use the wingman and the skull piercer. And they would just like be popping off these unbelievable shots constantly. And they would only be running essentially just that. Right. And it was it, I, that it it started to contribute for the game feeling a little stale for me.
1: Totally. Yeah. And I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of it, like I, I think a lot of the changes have been positive because now Um, I mean, there are brand new buildings in areas where there just wasn't anything before. Do you remember the area near the bridges? This is, I'm really getting into the weeds Mm. here. The bridges was in the middle of the map. I think so, yeah. It was in the middle of the map uh, going across the river. Yes, I do. Uh, And to the east of that was a big hill. Just a big empty Mm -hmm. hill with some trees and stuff in it. Well, that hill now has a tower. It has a big building in it. So it's no longer just an empty thing that people run across. There's a whole thing. And if you go up there, you can snipe from inside this this part of the top that lets you shoot out, but it's hard to see in unless you're also sniping. Uh, but that's cool because it gives you a great vantage point and you can ping people, you know, pick them off. But you're kind of stuck there. You can't really get out that easily without getting caught. So there's a risk of to it. But there are just a lot of areas in the map where before there just wasn't really anything there. And now there's some buildings. There's another one. Um, I- I'm not going to get into it, but there was just another hill uh, kind of centrally in the map that just had nothing in it. People do, you just ran up it, or ran down it totally unremarkable. Um, now there's a whole nice sized building there, which complements the two buildings next to it. So now that's actually my favorite part, uh, place to drop, which before, if you dropped in the middle of the map at the beginning of the game, you were a fool mm-hmm. because all the good loots on the outside. Right. But now I feel like there's a decent amount of good attachments and stuff. Um, all over the place, and I just feel—I feel like I always have a weapon I want to use. Like I never just don't have a weapon I want. That's cool. Yeah, it's very cool. So I don't know if that's how much they've actually changed. I mean, it definitely feels different. I can't mm-hmm.
0: put my finger on how they've changed the loot stuff. I know respawn's always been super detailed with their patch notes, like just going from like. Well, I need 10 to check to that because and- I
1: know I've missed a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that stuff's all exciting. There's more I could talk about the, the wyvern looking things the mm-hmm. beasts, uh, they fly around and they carry death boxes. So if you shoot them out of the air, if you do like hundred damage, which is the same, it takes to kill a person mm-hmm. or down them, uh, they'll drop the box and usually it's blue, but sometimes it's purple and you'll get good stuff. But of course you have to shoot and give away your position to take it down. So there's mm, your okay. risk so reward. So they're basically
0: just like traveling loot boxes, essentially, that mm-hmm. just like drop and give you some more loot.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Uh, So you do that, and then some of those things are caged in, in several different areas around the map, where if you run on top of their cage or run in front of it, they will fucking holler their asses off, and anyone remotely near knows that someone is at that base. That's really neat. It's super cool. So we can be like, oh, where do we want to go? And we'll start hearing that yelling, and we're like, all right. We're going to go down there. We're going to fight whoever is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's great. I feel like there's a lot more fighting. Um, there's there's just a lot... There, there are a lot more reasons to engage the enemy. Uh, also, the the Ranked League came out, which is cool because where the, you had the Battle Pass before where you just grinded your level up. Um, the Battle Pass still exists, and most of that works the same way, except you also have challenges now. But the Ranked League starts you at Bronze 5 or 4, uh, Bronze 4 everybody starts there no matter what. Unlike Overwatch, you don't do placements that stick you you know with a number in somewhere. Like mm-hmm. if I when I when I made a smurf account, right? I made a smurf account because my main account had too many hours on it and when I tried to play with my friends who were very casual, they got ranked with people who played like 600 hours. And that wasn't any fun for them at all. So I made a new account so we could play uh, casual together. And then when I I wanted to get into ranked games to just see how I would do on there, see if we could play ranked uh, together. And sure enough, I went in, kicked ass during my uh, placement matches, and it put me pretty much where my main account was. So I started from scratch. All I had to do was hit a low, like a minimum level on Overwatch, and then I could, boom, get right there. Well, I like this better because everyone starts from the bottom and you have to work your way up. So I'm in silver now takes a little while to get there. If you win a match, you get 12 points. Um, if you get, like, top three, you get seven. If you get top five, you get four or something, something like that. But the better
0: you do, the more points you get. And when you get, like, 30
1: points, you rank up. Blah so, blah blah.
0: So, is this something that you is this ranked? Something that you have to like opt into? Is it like a separate? It's a separate mode? queue. Okay, cool. I didn't yeah, know if it was queue. just like it just tracks that for literally everyone and matches corresponding.
1: Uh, no, you still got your like season two stats that you can okay ch- cool. show off and stuff. But uh, it's a separate queue in bronze. Not you know, I'm only in silver, so it's not like I've climbed that high. But it did just come out in bronze. You still every once in a while had a teammate who did something dumb and just split off. And died alone and quit the game, just like in normal mode, mm-hmm. which is awful. Uh, but now where I'm at, pretty much nobody quits. Well, not to the degree that that the regular queue
0: does. It was a, it was pretty bad for a while. It was, it sucked. It yeah.
1: really sucked. Uh, their servers definitely need a lot of work. They are rough. You, I mean. Fortunately, when you get disconnected, like when you're trying to queue up, your whole squad gets disconnected, not just you. So they don't start the match without you. But also, when you get disconnected three times in a row, that's not very great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they need they got some work to
0: do. Um, once you're in a game, it's fine. Do you think it, is it better? I know that was a pretty big issue at launch with it as well. Do you think that's better or worse? It was better. It's not anymore so it, it's back it's, down to it's just a, kind of that rough level oh it's at least as bad as it was before wow okay it's, it's rough and I mean maybe that could just be because of the fact that hey like they're doing some really cool changes to this maybe people are really wanting to jump back in yeah and like it's kind of the population's blowing back up again you know
1: I hope that is I mean I've had no problem getting into matches for sure uh the the slowdown like the slow motion stuff that used to happen that's all gone great which is great that was bad that was weird that was enough yeah i think where they, i was they, like i, I think might straight up said game. like
0: that was because of a it was a glitch dealing with the player count and then once people started to die it was better oh really which is really interesting but like they said that it had been fixed with i think the they fixed that i think with that first battle pass update uh yeah yeah that would make which, sense so yeah uh, I'm I'm really happy to see that this is being received really positively, though. I haven't seen really anybody kind of online in the circles that I'm in that, like, play a lot of Apex Legends. I'm mm-hmm. seeing them speak pretty positively about it. I'm enjoying the fact that they were able to take their time with this update because I know they've come out and said, we're trying not to kill our staff. We're not gonna Right. We're not gonna like be on the same pace as Fortnite and that's okay. And it's really nice to see that them taking this time, prioritizing that work life balance, still putting out an incredibly well polished and good product, server side issues notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that it's being received so positively and I I really I I know I sound like I am just sucking Respawn's dick constantly on this show, (laughs) but I really do think that they are a really good developer, and whenever they say something, they kind of mean it, and they really have a lot of fun with what they do. And I had kind of no doubt this would turn around, but it's really happy to see that other people are really kind of respecting the effort and the content changes that they're putting in this going forward. Yeah, the game feels really good,
1: and uh, because... I, to- I can totally g- like get with you with it feeling stale before. Mm-hmm. It's really did. You're like, all right, there are a few places you can drop. If you don't drop on the outside, you're going to be have, you know, loot famine. You're not going to find anything good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really feel like they've done a good job of making you fight a lot, giving you plenty of ways to get loot. Uh, yeah, it just feels really good. Like every time I start a match, it's so exciting because it can really go any different way now. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy with it. I I don't think I've seen uh, the headlines. I've seen haven't encouraged or haven't told me that there are a lot more players actually playing. People are receiving it well, but I don't think a lot of people have like jumped back on.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen the numbers as well either. But every single person I've talked to that like used to be really into Apex, like you or a couple of people online, have just been very much like, yeah, no, this feels fucking great, and it's it awesome. is kind of what I wanted out of it. Dude, Which is good that they're making those decisions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I
1: I am ready to support them. Uh, I wish, I mean, I don't actually care about the battle pass, so I don't think I'm going to spend money on that. But I also don't want to just buy the regular loot boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of want to throw like $10 at it or something, but I
0: don't know. I wish I cared more about the stuff. So something else I've been playing Segway with a battle pass you don't have to pay for. Oh. Uh, Crash Team Racing actually rolled out their uh, uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Excuse me. These aren't patch updates for a PlayStation 1 game. Uh, They rolled out recently their I think it's called the Grand Prix which is their kind of kind of a battle pass system but it's completely free but it is just a constant list of challenges For, like, there's like quick challenges, daily challenges, weekly challenges, pro level challenges, and then I think another one that I might be missing, but they'll like cycle out and repeat. And you'll get, you essentially, it's split into like three tiers. So you have, I think it's like just bronze, silver, and gold, Mm -hmm. but you have like a, this out of like 5,000, I think is the bronze. These numbers are probably wrong. I'm just setting an example here. But you essentially can go through and Hey, I completed this challenge. It gave me, it got me 50 nitrous for completing this just easy, quick challenge. Like, finish a race with this character, or like mm-hmm. get this many crystals in this game mode with this character. You get 50 or 100 nitrous. It adds to your nitrous gauge, and so you basically just kind of build up. And then as it goes along, then you unlock different like cosmetics and stuff like that. The they added a bunch of whole other cosmetics and characters that you can play as. Uh, with this update it's all completely free once you buy the game too so the battle pass doesn't actually cost any money which is a good move that is a good move because if you had to pay like 40 the base game is 40 dollars. i paid 60 because i wanted the extra content because i really Mm. like that game but if you had to turn around and pay more money on that that just would really rub people the wrong way yeah but uh they added in a bunch of characters like the so I don't know if you ever played the original Cl- Crash Team Racing or the sequel Nitro Kart. I did not. Okay, so there were always these, like, Trophy Girls or, like, the Nitro Squad something. I don't actually remember what they were actually squad. called. Yeah, right. But it was... They always were just these, like, side characters that, like, had, like, a lot of effort put into, like, their style and their aesthetic, and they were all, like, based on so different that, colors. That, like, they're,
1: they're a bunch of different Sonic characters that I don't know
0: that all seem so they're like yeah. not base crash characters they're just like oh they were like one of the trophy girls in crash team racing okay. and that was just kind of it but they made them playable characters and like gave them names i don't know if they had names prior it's been a minute since i've played nitro Kart. yeah but in addition to that they also added if you played the first crash bandicoot game like the base first introductory one uh crash's girlfriend is like the quote damsel in distress of that game and you like go and rescue her Mm -hmm. and then after that she is just not in any of the games at all (laughs) but they put her in this as part of something that you can unlock through this battle pass or the the grand prix or whatever Um, they also have it to where if you get in the top five percent of i think points earned towards that particular quote battle pass then you get this dope fucking cart that's called the Champion's Cart, and it's just, like, added to your account kind of oh. permanently. Just like, a, hey, I kick ass at this game, look at me go, you know? Mm. And with these, they're also adding in a new stage that's completely new to the series. And it's pretty fucking cool. Um, that's It's, pretty it's cool. based on the, like, Egyptian-themed levels from Crash Bandicoot 3, mm-hmm. which was... they're They're, like, some of those better parts of that game.
1: Yeah, Uh, I can already see the imagery of, like, Sphinx stuff. The
0: giant, like, Cortex Sphinx, like, you go through that. I haven't even played that game. Like, that's one of the, like, pictures I have. It's, like, super iconic for the whole series. For Um, sure. But they've already announced, like, some stuff for going forward, what they're going to do with these Grand Prix sessions. Like, this one is the first one. I forget what the second one is, but the third one is fucking Spyro the Dragon. Like, they're just putting him into the game as, like, an unlockable character that you can get. If you don't actually... So you don't actually have to grind the Battle Pass stuff to get all of this content. You can straight up just go into the shop and just buy it if you have enough in-game currency. That's nice. Which is kind of cool. So if you don't really care about like really grinding that stuff out then you just can buy like the highest level thing that's just right there ready to go yeah, with the exception I, of the uh, champions card because you have to earn that
1: in in uh, apex i like that i've been able to unlock all the characters just through my in-game currency mm-hmm. and that like i i have more currency than i could possibly use right yeah. now but i like that the actual playable stuff i can unlock because i've been playing for a while and i don't have to pay any money for that uh all the money I've spent has been on like vanity items and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really nice when when you're able to kind of see the fruits
0: of your labor. Right. Yeah. Without just throwing money at it. And it's kind of a neat thing because in this game you straight up can't buy in game currency. You have to earn it. Oh. So you the the quickest way to earn it is just by playing with people online. Because mm-hmm. you will just get an ass load of currency. Cause if you just do the single player stuff, you won't get a ton. Cause it's just really easy to cheese that and set that up which I would like to see the numbers be increased a little bit, but I don't know if this stuff tracks that if you're playing offline, because I've just been connected to the internet every time I've played, but still enjoying it a whole lot. The game's really good, but I mean, it was kind of a known quantity when it came out because Crash Team Racing is just a good fucking video game. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm really happy to see that they're like actively putting effort into kind of extending the life of it and making a pretty smart decision with, Hey, keep playing this game. We'll reward you with more unlockable stuff. And I'm excited to see if they do anything past that third one and if they do, how fucking weird they're going to get with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they're sticking with it because that could have easily been, easily been just a cash grab and, okay, bye. Right,
0: yeah. And even, like, I don't think there's been any sort of post-launch support for the Spyro trilogy short of, hey, they're bringing it to Switch soon. Um, and the yeah. Crash Bandicoot one, they added in a level that got cut from the first game for being too hard. Hmm. which is cool. And then they added in another level that they just made. And those, I think were, I don't know if they were free DLC, but I think they're included with some versions of the game. And but, do
1: you think we'll see a game that has characters like custom creating, like Super Mario Maker style 3D uh, areas like Crash, like Spyro, like be Mario 64?
0: Cool. That would be really cool. I would love to see a 3D Mario Maker. I'd, I'd love that'd to cool. see the toolkit for right. something
1: like that to make it easy like as easy as the 2d games
0: that we have now I mean, I, like <coughs> excuse me i imagine that would probably look something similar to like dreams yeah you know and but even that could be a little intimidating dreams is I hope like that really dreams, high like kind of ceiling of what you well, can do i with hope it, that they but, can
1: compress the, the things that dreams is doing right into you know
0: a smaller more digestible at least just version make like a yeah like a digestible level builder yeah, and just like if keep they can those same those systems lessons, in place. Like yeah. you have, you can't really change like how Mario plays because he plays like Mario, but you can mm-hmm. like change the world, change the level, change the music, stuff like that. That'd be rad. Yeah,
1: I, I play a lot of. That. I hope we see that in like the next five years. I would love to see. Well, same as Mario Maker, I'm not interested in building, but I'd be really interested yeah. to see what other people mm-hmm. build. Uh, I want that to exist, so who, who, I think who, I cool. need to figure out who to write a letter to uh probably
0: nintendo i don't know if they'll listen no they probably won't
1: (laughs) they put it immediately we're gonna
0: do this because thomas egan from kansas city told us to (laughs) only reason and they take it to the break room and put it on the fridge yeah right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i actually have not been playing as much mario maker as i thought i would be Mm -hmm. just because uh, i got on my plane to rtx pulled up my switch and then slay the spire was just right there And that's all I played and this then weekend. And suddenly you were getting off the plane. No, totally. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. I would just sit there with it. And my flights weren't that long. But fuck, man. That game will eat away any time that you have. Dude, when I was playing Into the Breach uh, on Christmas vacation,
1: every time we were in Breckenridge, Colorado, so anywhere you go isn't like that far. I mean, you drive might drive for like 30 minutes tops, I think if my memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, maybe my memory does not serve me correctly because every time we got in the car and I booted that game up, we were immediately at our destination, even though I know that it took a while.
0: (laughs) No, totally. It just just completely ate all of my attention Mm -hmm. and my time. Like, the feeling of going on a really good run in Slay the Spire just sticks with you, and, like, any time that I had to, like, get off the plane or any time I'll, like, play it on my lunch break at work and... I just like, oh, man, I'm going on a really good run. I have to clock back in. It is just the saddest feeling. uh uh-huh, yeah. And then, of course, you like sit back down, keep continuing that good run, get fucking bodied by the final boss. You know, like
1: <laughs> it's great when you set a game down, you're like, I'm feeling good.
0: Everything's been great up to pick now. Pick it up just on fire everywhere. Terrible. Just shit is not good.
1: Uh, Dude, I had to I, I don't think I've talked about this on this show yet, but I picked up auto chess we talked about it briefly and briefly uh, yeah uh challenge mode i think i don't know they time's funny right now it's a real you're, busy you're time of year t-
0: okay round two name something that's not boring
1: a laundry Ooh, a book club computer solitaire huh
0: Ah, oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by 18 plus terms and conditions apply. website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: it's cool. Um, I wish the matches were faster, but you go in there and you have just a bunch of rounds and losing w- one or two or 10 rounds, is not going to kill you? You know, it's all incremental. Um, but if you make some unwise money decisions, you'll never come back from it. So uh, I played a game where I lost my first eight rounds in a row. Easily the worst streak I've had in that game, period. But once i saved up my money i spent all of it and i never lost a match for the rest of the game and then i won Mm -hmm. and i was like wow that really turned around like (laughs) everything was everything was on fire for for like eight minutes ten minutes i don't know something like that and so for me to have come back so spectacularly i was like man i'm glad this was this way and not flipped the other way around where i just won at the beginning and then got wrecked uh yeah i i enjoyed that but uh yeah, the, the Switch makes that dangerous because since you can put it down... Oh, totally. Dude, that's how I had to stop playing Shovel Knight. I don't know if I'll ever play that game again. It's it's a totally quality game, but I remember picking up the game for the first time and struggling with the controls because it told me how to use a specific item, but when I did what it said, it just didn't work. So I had to Google how to do it, which mm-hmm. is a weird thing to have to do in...
0: You know, it was 2018. I mean... I. I played a lot of Enter the Gungeon and I I basically will like be sitting here in a chair playing that game with my phone pulled up to the fucking wiki. I'm like, because there's so many items that I just do not remember what right. they do. Well,
1: but this one wasn't even that. Because right, I totally, yeah. totally uh, understand that. Because after, after I felt like I had basically beat Spelunky, I was like, okay, now I want to see between the lines. Like now I want you to give me the hidden knowledge. Yeah, show me that eggplant run. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. You should absolutely look that okay, up. That shit's well, wild.
1: I'm going to look that up. Uh, there's a lot in that game. So my deal with Str- Shovel Knight is straight up. It was like you have, wait, on the Switch you have four buttons plus your bumpers. And one of them was like, hey, use your, a- your activate item. Press A to activate it. And it sure didn't. And I was in a, have you played that game before?
0: Shovel Knight? No. Uh, it's on my list of things that I need to check out just because everybody speaks so highly of it. It's good. It's got a really good soundtrack, too. It, I've heard the soundtrack. Certified fucking banger. <laughs> uh, CFB. Since that's just an award I give out on this show now. Uh, you, Yeah, you need to... <laughs> I say that a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, we
1: we need to make trophies for that. Cool, uh, i remember for that. Yeah, let's do it. Anyway, the uh, controls were bad, and after I set the game down and then picked it up again, I was in a, kind, a part of the game where you, like navigate in this overworld, like this menu looking thing between levels, but sometimes when you move between levels, you'll encounter like a special enemy and you can see them before you attack them. So you can avoid them if you want, but sometimes then you're in your way. Anyway, I saw this as soon as I booted the game, I was like, oh, I can beat this. I'm good at this game. And I could not figure out how to activate the item I needed and just got brutally murdered. The whole, it was very frustrating because it felt like you know, I straight up went into controls and it told me how to do it. It just didn't work. And, uh, I lost so badly. I was like, I don't think I like, I am angry at the game that I'm angry that the game does not have better controls. And I don't think I'm interested in picking this back up. Mm. Uh, you know, and that's, that sucked. If I, if I had stuck with it the first time, I don't think it would have been an issue, but, uh, You know, and even if it was like I felt like I did bad, that's one thing. I can overcome that. But I felt it like the game wronged me. So because I had set it down, um, you know, in the middle of playing, came back to it. The world was on fire. Yeah. I was out. So shame.
0: Yeah. So we've been talking for a little bit now. Uh, Tell you what, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll come back and then... I have a whole lot more to talk about, so it might just be me talking for, like, 20, 30 more minutes. Perfect. So, great. That sounds easy for you. All right. All right, we'll see you soon. Hello, this is Ray from the Heroes Podcast Network, and I am here to tell you about screen heroes. Do you love superheroes? What about superheroes in film and TV? How about weird rankings like top five lists or maybe three people just arguing about top five lists? Either way, we are the podcast for you. Check us out every Tuesday night live on Twitch or subscribe. Subscribe to Screen Heroes Podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Google Play. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey, we're back. Uh, So now begins the part of the show where I talk about RTX and all of that stuff for probably like 30 minutes because a lot happened. Uh, Mostly just going to be going over some of the games that I played. I am going to have a more formal write-up listed on the Heroes Podcast's uh, website, uh, just some stuff that I checked out, my kind of thoughts on them, and also some things that I wish I checked out. So look forward to that, please. Please. I'm looking forward to that. Please. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So um, I guess first things first, uh, we did get a review code for the Switch port of, what is it? Red Faction Gorilla. I can never remember the name of that game for some reason. It's the, the remastered edition for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, I haven't spent too much time with it since it came in, like, right as soon as I started my vacation. And I was, unfortunately, very busy. But um, I did fire it up for a few hours or so uh, today, just before we were recording. And it is really satisfying to play. That game is essentially the video game version of the uh, Limp Biscuit hit break stuff. Okay. Because, all you like, you get a sledgehammer and you what break do you do? shit. Oh, it's a lot of fun and it's still super satisfying. I've never actually played this game. I know it came out a while ago, but I, I'm really interested to see where it goes. There's definitely some trappings of the fact that this game is for sure a product of its time, mm-hmm. but I was really impressed with how good it feels to just walk around and tear down an entire building with a fucking sledgehammer That's or nice. like throw some like remote mines and then just like walk away and just light them all off at once and just watch a building just fall onto all the bad guys. It's pretty neat. So is this a crossover
1: with uh, Devolver Digital or uh, Digital's Ape Out? No, it's not. Oh, it is not. Well, missed opportunity.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, this this game's been around for a while. Uh, they they just did the uh, that remastered for real came out a port. while ago, huh? Yeah, the the Switch port I think took a little bit longer to come out. It's already out on I believe maybe PC, definitely PS4. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. I'm going to spend some more time with it this week and then report back with some more thoughts on that for next week's show. Uh, I hope that game is an RFG. A really fun game. It seems to be the case so far. It's basically an open world game where you blow a lot of shit up. It sounds like Red Faction. Yeah, it sounds great. And it, it, it seems fun. So I, I definitely recommend okay, checking okay. that out so, so it's far. Red Faction. Gorilla Remastered because it takes place on Mars and it's a remaster
1: okay okay it is a remaster i was gonna say i yes. was like i thought this came out when i was
0: in high school it did it did, it, it did. <laughs> yes this is a remake cool Or a remaster rather
1: uh well sweet i'd, yeah, I'd play that on switch that's exactly what the switch is good for totally. well that is exactly one of the
0: things yeah i, I was good for. i was so far to the point i haven't gotten super deep into it i've done a few missions played it for a few hours now but well it sounds like you're playing it in a gorilla style kind of hit and run yeah that's right so you're doing it right. Yeah, I, I I was pretty impressed with the performance so far. Uh, obviously, graphically, it doesn't seem... I can't tell if it's just a product of its age, or I haven't seen how it's running on the other systems to see just kind of how well that runs. But the frame rate seems all right. Like, I've, there's been like a couple of slowdowns and hitches here, there. There's been a couple of times where I have just fallen out of a car through the bottom of the level... And then my character just <laughs> rolls on in the air for a while below the stage. Classic and, video games, and then just is fine. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cool. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm really interested to check out more. It's uh, really, really satisfying to just break every single thing around you. That's what those games are known for. Totally.
1: Uh, is uh, it is it smooth? Like, um, not not from like visuals, but uh, when you run around, does it feel clunky? Uh, does it feel like a remaster
0: it does it does um just kind of the whole product of it definitely does feel i don't know when the original came out uh what year that was 2009 2009 okay so it I just definitely it feels like a video game from 2009 just kind of made prettied up yeah because the screenshots
1: i've seen do look quite yeah, pretty
0: the, the audio seems to be pretty it seemed touched up it sounded pretty good and there's yeah. a side yeah, by side yeah it, so it didn't it, look bad before but now it looks right, hd right, right absolutely um, but I'm, I'm excited to check out more of it. Uh, it seems to be a pretty good product for the while. Uh, that, that sledgehammer just feels real fucking good to use and it like takes out bad guys in one hit and you just, just fucking <laughs> slam them with a That's sledgehammer nice. and they straight up go flying and it's cool.
1: Uh, that is cool. Cause yeah, the original got, uh, the reviews on here. Actually, is this for the... I don't know if this is for the new one or the old one uh, but on Steam and IGN it's a nine and an eight out of ten respectively
0: yeah no that game was received really well and like the fact that it got remastered did not surprise me at all dude
1: I had no idea that it was received that well I thought that was like a solid seven out of ten game just based on
0: people didn't like the sequel to it but people really, really liked that it was game a whole lot. The sequel, Guerrilla 2. That's an obvious uh, question. Was Armageddon, Red Faction, Armageddon. It was well, very I don't even remember that one. Not so, the open world game that people wanted because this is an open world, essentially destruction simulator. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I remember watching a little bit of this stuff. But yeah, in the open world, like,
0: do do you drive cars around? Do you ride yeah, cars you, around? You can like, you basically like take cars and drive them around, and handling's a little weird, but. I mean, yeah, I, don't I would expect. That, I'm also. I've <laughs> only played it on handheld. I'm, I need to set it on my TV and just try it out with a pro controller. But uh, trying Honestly, to aim and like shoot some enemies is really tough with those Joy-Con like sticks. Oh, I bet it's not great. I had like my whenever I first hopped in, I had to turn the sensitivity way down just because those things are, I think, a little weirdly too sensitive. Like the switches joy-con controllers do not feel very well made for a first-person shooter in my opinion
1: i 100% agree there's not resistance on them there's not to, yeah and uh, I, I absolutely love my pro
0: controller it was just i had my switch sitting on my couch and i'm like let's fire this up and check this out mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll report back here next week with kind of some more additional thoughts on that but i'm definitely you yeah, know the initial cool. impressions were positive cool so
1: um looking
0: forward to playing more
1: of it yeah uh yeah i'm interested in seeing more of that because uh I'd, you know, I, I might get that. Well, if you like it a lot, uh, I might get that because mm. I, I don't have a game of that genre on my Switch. Uh, I own some games like that. The closest thing I've got is like Wolfenstein or something. Right. But of course, that's it, all it is is a gritty-ish shooter. Sure, There are plenty yeah. of differences there. Uh, but yeah, I don't own a game like that on my Switch. I own everything on, on PlayStation. So it'd be nice to have that because there are times when I am out with my Switch somewhere, like I intentionally take it somewhere that I know I'll be around people, but also kind of have my own space. And I've got Into the Breach, I've got uh, even Katamari uh, and Smash, but uh, I don't have just like a nice first person, or I mean a single player game that I can just boot up for some totally, amount of time. Totally. And, and being able to just pause the whole system and set it down and not have to find a save point, that's awesome because that opens it up that like makes single player games actually playable in a social setting
0: yeah no, Switch, you know, Switch is great for that. It is Every it is day that really I can get closer to being
1: Karen on that rooftop, man, <laughs> it's a day that I'm winning.
0: Someday I'll get invited to one of them cool rooftop parties where everyone brings their video
1: games. We're going to build our own rooftop in Minecraft and we're going to have our party on it. Yeah. You're
0: going to bring your Switch. Man, it's going to be great. Be great. I'll, play, I'll play Minecraft on the Switch, but a rooftop party inside of Minecraft. <sighs> now you're speaking my language. Hell yeah. Uh, so I did play some games at RTX um, that they had like this indie alley, which was really cool. Um, so that sounds I'm like gonna, it's right up my alley. Yeah, oh, boo. Yeah, it's hardly even a joke. Don't give me any credit for that. <laughs> I, I'm not giving you any credit for good, it. Good, good. So I, I just have a few that I kind of wanted to shout out a little bit that I particularly enjoyed. Like I said, I am doing a kind of a write-up on what I wanted to check out, what I did check out, kind of my my thoughts on them. Uh, so first up was this game called Swim Sanity, which I believe is launching on Xbox, PC, PS4, and Switch. Uh, Thomas, this sounds like a you ass video game.
1: So you know it is.
0: Well. Uh, it can be cooperative or competitive. It is four player, local, multiplayer. Uh, you can't see, but uh, Thomas's eyebrows are a bouncing right now. <laughs> they are. Uh, you essentially are underwater. It's a kind of a twin stick thing where uh, you can, if you're playing against other people, every single character that you pick has like this special Unleash, which is essentially just your ultimate. And you have just like your regular shots, which just do like a sort of kind of weakened thing. You can do just fine if you're like playing well, but you're like constantly moving with the kind of floatiness of being underwater while still like trying to take out the take out your opponents. Um there are gonna be different power-ups that show up where you have to like shoot them a few times, and then if you run into them, then you can get like, okay, well, I got a missile that I can use, and you just shoot a missile and it does some like tracking and it goes and takes out that person. Or you can get like Oh, well, this one is a shock. So if I shoot it, it's essentially like a taser and they're completely frozen solid wherever I shot them at for a few seconds. Hmm. There's also things like a trip mine where you can attach it to surfaces. So if somebody bumps into it, they explode. Um, But there's also like your ults. So one you can have is where you will essentially, like, heal yourself back up to completely full, or you can, like, send out drones that will, like, follow people around and, like, shoot harpoons at them. You can send out seahorses that have mines attached to them. But if, like, somebody else kills them, they get a KO point for it.
1: They it seahorses.
0: fun. Yeah. I, yeah had <laughs> cool. I had an absolute blast playing it. So they what, showed us, what system was done? Uh, we were playing a PC build. Cool. Um, but it is launching on all of the systems, I believe. I think that's correct. I don't have that actually written down. I should have written that down. But um, so then after that, he showed us the kind of the cooperative horde mode that they have where you have all of these enemies that are very nautical themed and they show up and you and your team have to work together to kill them as fast as possible. You have, so you run out of, so each wave has a certain timer set to it. So it's like, I think maybe a minute, maybe like a minute 20 once that timer hits zero it's game over you have to kill that wave within that amount of time which is totally doable though enemies aren't really that hard we only made it to like maybe wave 11 i think they said the highest anybody got that weekend was wave 12. so it does ramp up pretty quickly but so if you if your entire team gets wiped out or that timer hits zero your run is over and then just you play another session of it so one of the things that I did think and was really I, I know hmm? I'm interrupting you. Uh, What's this called again? Swim Sanity. Swim Sanity. Yes. S W I okay. M S A N I T Y. Swim Sanity. Yeah, it's very colorful, really bright. I liked the colors and all of that stuff. Every like each character has, you know, like a different color assigned to them to like help you set it aside dude i love this age of bright games we live
1: in it's, it's great it's awesome it's
0: really really great and everything you're describing really does sound like uh, i, the I of once that once it drops i i sh- i for i think they mentioned whenever it was going to be launching but i do not remember what they said and i really need to i, well, I want to check that out and
1: bring it up to our weekly i got stuff to finish oh yeah well that'd be perfect totally totally also
0: play cadence of hyrule with me wait did you already beat that game i haven't even
1: started it oh okay then uh, with Jimmy do a two-player run with me okay I'll do all right that. I'll trade these um, I'd like to play so one thing day.
0: that I really liked in the cooperative mode is also you can stack and combine the abilities for your ultimates as a team so if you all wait for your they're called unleashes in the game mm. if you come if you wait and say like this person has one that suits out the drones and then me being like a medic has the heal one and another person has another one, another person has another one. If you wait and launch all of those at the same time, they're like a little bit more powerful. And once that, once your unleash is done, since you like waited and like worked as a team, you immediately all get 60% back towards your next goal. 60? Yeah. Wow. But you have to, um, you have to like correspond and like work with each other to make sure that's happening. And all four of you have to be alive. Oh yeah. Because if you die, you have to like wait around and then wait for something to show up to which somebody else swims to, then you respawn. Mm -hmm. It is tough. Um, Around like wave 10, we started running into this shark that just will take up half the screen and like (laughs) just swipe at it and like swim through this area. And we eventually killed it, but I was like the last person standing Mm -hmm. and just immediately just got fucking bodied the next round right after that. (laughs) Right. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited to check out more of that um from there i played what is this and that was swim sanity. that is swim sanity i definitely that was one of kind of my highlights of checking out some of those games um another one that i spent very little time with that i need to spend some more time with which you can download right now it's called agent reverb it's uh the demo that they had running was just kind of a little touch-based rhythm game that you play on a phone i didn't really spend too much time playing it with them just because they had it running on a TV, so there was some latency. So every time I would like hit it when it was supposed to, the audio would be off from what was happening visually, and I would just completely miss notes. Mm-hmm. And since I wasn't super familiar with how that rhythm game worked exactly, I just was I kept fucking up, and I felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, it seemed interesting. The card that they gave out is really fun. It's got a lot of comic sans and like some word art pops on it, and there's a phrase about a dragon staking a claim on the washington monument so it very much seems like my <laughs> bullshit yes it does but it's free to download um, i've already downloaded it i i told him i would check it out and then downloaded it right at the desk i just have not had time to uh take a look at it but i'll probably fire that up here soon but it's a uh, it's free on mobile and i i'm gonna that's pretty cool i'm gonna play that and talk about that in the thing that i wrote about uh sweet yeah i'm
1: gonna i'd like to see what that game actually looks like because the business card you showed me <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's pretty cool i like that yeah it's like very serious but also very not serious like playing off the fact that just like it's kind of like a bad dudes thing it's just like agent we have reports that a dragon has staked a claim on the washington monument will you accept the mission (laughs) fuck yeah i will are you kidding me like they, they straight up have a picture of a dragon flying around the washington monument which is rad nice um so another one that i played that I think was probably the most impressive one that I played. I, I would definitely rank it as my favorite. It's a game called Black Ice. Black Ice. Um, it's fucking cool. Uh, it's been around for a minute, I believe. It's in early access on Steam right now. And I believe, I don't know if they have any plans to bring it tor- to any other systems currently. But it's essentially this very kind of cyber futury looking like if you've seen how any game represents anything inside of a computer or like anything in like Tron it very much looks like that lots of like uh, kind of a neon color with a lot of like grids and stuff like that um, but it is a loot shooter where you are like learning to hack into these systems by like just deploying some code and then fighting off the enemies that are like your security for that program while they're like trying to fend you off, obviously. So you need to like start the code and then stay in the same area, fight them off. Typical kind of hacking stuff. The game, and I was talking to the developer about this, he was like, yeah, I've played a lot of Quake 3 and I wanted this to feel like Quake 3. So it's very much a, you are constantly moving around. You have like short range teleports. You can do a lot of climbing. The areas, the levels have a lot of verticality in them. The guns are designed to shoot fast and frequent and the reloads are quick. Um, But all of the guns also feel different. But as you go, you'll get different items dropped from different enemies that obviously have different rarities, because it is Mm -hmm. a loot shooter, Um, but if you don't like... So by default, your hack that you can deploy on uh, on a terminal is set to your right click. But if you don't want it to be your right click, just go into your inventory, just assign it to something else. So everything is like completely hot swappable. And each item that you get does something else whenever you put it in an item slot and has its own particular stats and everything like that. So you can get like better stuff as you go along. Uh, There was a special item that shoots out a disco ball that just (laughs) shoots lasers all over the fucking place. (laughs) And I saw that and immediately bought a steam key from him.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh yeah it sounds like a ratchet and clank fan made this
0: game oh 100 like <laughs> it and, and the game feels exactly like he intended it to like it's very fast-paced you you're it's it's really kind of prioritizing movement and this know?
1: to be clear this is uh agent
0: reverb right no this is black ice black ice that's right okay, okay. yes agent reverb is the rhythm mobile game
1: yes i yes. just saw i saw the picture stuck in my head of the business card oh yeah you're good because uh that would match up with the Ratchet and Clank goofiness. Um, okay, so this is Black Ice. Here, I'll just hand you the business
0: card as oh, I talk about the thank you. It's
1: got a cool-looking skull on it. It does,
0: yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance to kind of see any sort of like story or world building that was going on in that, but there was a trailer running that I saw briefly, but I just do not remember about it because there was a whole lot going on that weekend. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, the developer also had this sick-ass just silver sparkly jacket just he was just a super friendly dude I believe he worked he works full-time and this was like kind of his hobby side project but he's like still constantly just really kind of adding content to it he's very active in their discord so I I'm really excited to kind of check it out and see how that grows Um, the demo was super fun you ended up he set up a big server that was the RTX server and you just go in and hack RTX and Mm. that was just kind of a neat thing but at the end of that demo uh, it launched you into this thing that like bounced you around a whole lot and I'm like, oh, this is an open world game. It's not like level-based or like you pick this terminal and then go and do this level. You can just, you pick these terminals up as you go along and you can go into different areas that have different, uh, have different uh, areas or terminals or like different strengths of enemies. So he said he was kind of inspired from Breath of the Wild on that, which is really cool. So I'm I'm really interested in checking that out more. Um, I just installed that on my computer about a couple of hours ago so i'm probably going to play that maybe tonight uh, maybe some tomorrow but it's really cool i need to i want to show you that because it really left a pretty positive impression on me man dude you played a lot of stuff i did there's a couple more oh heck uh next one's a quick one uh played some uh swapette showdown swapette um do you have you ever played tetris attack or pokemon puzzle league uh i played pokemon puzzle league. it's that okay yeah he he, uh the the developer i was talking to was just like we really like those games and we wanted to make one i'm like cool (laughs) great it's basically just that with like this like cutesy anime girl aesthetic Mm -hmm. um it's got up to four player co-op or competitive which is really cool um and different characters have different like special abilities and different things i didn't really get a chance to figure out like what a lot of the special abilities did there was a little bar at the bottom that filled up to where you could deploy a uh an aggressive or defensive uh like But one of the characters that uh, I picked and he was just like, if you haven't played this, maybe play the other one. I'm like, that's a good call. Is instead of uh, just swapping the blocks left and right, like you would in like normal Pokemon Puzzle League, this one rotates on a like four oh. block style. So that's, like kind of ex- That's some advanced. Yeah, they're like experimenting with different ways to interact with the board, which is kind of cool. Um, they that had some cool. people who played a whole lot of like Tetris Attack and Pokemon Puzzle League come by and just, they said the demo with them was, it was like watching a competitive match of that because it just Mm -hmm. translates so very well. Um, So I would say definitely check that out as well. That's on PC. Um, I think they said that they were planning on shipping the game and then trying to get it out on Switch really just because they wanted to put a game on Switch and they thought that'd be cool. They were like, yeah, we want to play this on Switch, so we're just kind of trying to get to that point. So hopefully they do that. The, uh, the dev team all seemed really cool. Got a couple of stickers from them, so that was pretty rad. That is pretty rad. And then the uh, one of the other ones that I played was this game called Alluris, um a-l-l-u-r-i-s which is so you know like a choose your own adventure game mm-hmm. uh this is a swipe your own adventure game they said uh, have you it's ever a lot played like reigns reigns okay it, is, cool. it, it it very much is that like you are presented with a decision and then you swipe left or you swipe right to make that decision so everything's very like focused on a binary thing uh, the entire game is like that. Like everything is just like as you're going along, it's like you're playing a text adventure, but you're getting dealt cards mm-hmm. and you just swipe left and swipe right. That's cool. Um, I liked the aesthetic of it a whole lot. The music in it was very kind of relaxing and charming. It's got this kind of neat old like fantasy aesthetic, which I was really into. And depending on like what race, uh, what gender, which you can be male, female, or non binary, which I thought was a nice touch. Nice. Um, Uh, depending on, like, what race, gender, and uh, class you pick. And the decisions that you make along the way impact certain other things. Uh, A full run of it takes maybe about an hour, 45 minutes, they said. Uh, They're currently targeting PC launch, but they said... For uh, Alluris. Yeah, just a whole run of it. And then you can just, like, keep playing it again to, like, get different things. So, like, if you want to see this, like, what happens if I am, like... So I picked a non-binary dwarven wizard because I'm like, this seems interesting and I'm really interested to see what the game is going to really throw at me for that. And Mm -hmm. like it straight up tells you like just because you have or have done this, then you get this or like this is an option that shows up. Like since I'm a dwarf, any drinking contest that I entered, I just won Mm -hmm. or like since I, I... I bought this loot off of this dude, but I didn't know how to play it. But then I ran into this musician in the forest and he's just like, yeah, I'll teach you to it. I'll teach you how to do it for like 300 fucking gold, which is a lot. And so he did that. And then so after that, anytime I stopped at a tavern, instead of having to pay full price, I only had to pay half price as long as I entertained. Nice. Which was kind of a neat thing. So everything was built kind of on each other. They described it to me as Oregon Trail meets Tinder, okay. which I thought was really fun.
1: Yeah. I like that. I'm surprised the runs uh, last so long. Because mm-hmm. in, in Reigns, in Her Reigns, which is what I played, mm. uh, they're like 10 or 15 minutes
0: tops, and usually I can kill myself in like three. Yeah, I actually <laughs> never finished my run. Um, oh, there I, are, I never did any. There are there, are oh, multiple, I understand what there are multiple times where I could have like killed myself, but I wanted to like kind of play it safe, see what else could happen. Well, um, smart. It was cool. Killing yourself bad. It was really cool. I really... Uh, was into that i could have sat there and played that probably all day to be honest but i had to go spend my money on dumb convention things that i absolutely did not need
1: uh you well you've got a lot of cool uh
0: dumb things that you don't need they're pretty rad you're right yeah um i think those are really the ones that i'm going to go over now i think the rest i'll just kind of save for the article uh, that's crazy that you have up. more that's a you there was there was a lot, there. a lot of stuff dude there's a lot there and it was really and like my entire last day that sunday was just spent like all right i'm gonna go buy things and play video games and that's what i did and it was really cool that um, is really cool yeah and just overall i think rtx was a really cool time um had some really really great times with a lot of people in the kind of funny community shout out to the hashtag scoot gang because Austin is a scooter city and we use those things all the time. Probably annoyed a lot of people, but, you know, whatever. It was fun. It was fun. Um, I, I like that. Buying a lot of things that I did not need. Um, like I bought a fucking $40 persona art book because it was there. What are you going to do it? No, really those sunglasses It's cool. I was, I was like flipping like uh, through it earlier dope. it was fucking rad uh, I got this like cool Mortal Kombat water bottle like, uh, dude really I might call nice. in that uh, The Art of the Last of Us book you got over there I would love to check that oh, out it's sometime good. yeah it's, it's really really good and I got that with the uh, game I got the special edition because I had money wow. at that point apparently I didn't I was in college <laughs> that works I did out. not have that much money yeah <laughs> um, but yeah RTX was really cool uh, saw some like really neat panels What mostly went just because of the kind of funny stuff but I ended up watching A So Troy Baker and Nolan North do this show called Retro Replay, which is them just kind of playing video games and hanging out. And it's a blast. And I started watching that a lot today because I watched their kind of live panel that they did. Um, and that was just an absolute blast. Uh, the kind of funny wait, stuff wait, wait, was always was great. I'm sorry. Troy Baker and Nolan North. Oh, uh, yes. So b- do pretty. Uh, Basically the well voice actors. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. And so like, I, I spent all day watching. Uh, Nolan North had apparently never played the first Uncharted. Lol. And he is Nathan Drake. That's funny. Yeah. So I have just been watching that and it's really, <laughs> really, really entertaining. Oh, irony. That yeah, is, no, totally. That's great. Um, but yeah, like I, I could just keep rambling on and on and on about dumb RTX things that happened and uh, stuff like that. We'll
1: save some of your stories for, uh, when you tell me more about the other games you've, you've gotten. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Well.
0: Yeah, it's been good. Uh, oh, I did buy a really cool t-shirt that is the Taco Bell logo, but it's a Weepin bell and it just says Weepin bell that's
1: some cam yeah. bullshit
0: it's I, you, you need God, okay I,
1: you need a picture of you with those sunglasses i, need, I just you bought, need I just that need to, shirt oh. and i want okay so you know how you've got the stickers of you right? yes i i want a sticker of the you wearing that down,
0: but that's fine okay we're gonna They're sell great. this this is gonna be our merch it's <laughs> okay. gonna be
1: you with the sunglasses you with that weepin bell <laughs> shirt my
0: dumb squat you're magnet? gonna do that that's and, awesome.
1: and it's gonna say cam's back on his bullshit great Perfect. That's optional, but that's mine's gonna have that written okay, on there. Great, I'll make you that T-shirt. Perfect. Okay, I, cool.
0: I actually want that T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, sure. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, uh, they'll be up
1: on the store uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I know they won't. No, they won't. <laughs>
0: Uh, let me pull the outro script here because I don't have it memorized because I'm very tired. Thomas, uh, please vamp.
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. We're the Gamer Heroes Podcast. Hey, I
0: found it. Okay. That was good. Good job. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for the show this week. Thank you for stopping by, everyone. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, consider kicking us a buck or 12 at patreoncom heroes podcasts. That will help us grow and do cool stuff. Um, I know eventually we would really like to get out to conventions and talk to cool people and make cool things with those cool people and also meet you because you are wonderful and listen to our show. Um, if you have any questions for us or want to tell us how cool our voices are, they're not that cool. Oh, uh, Hit us up on Twitter at Gamer Heroes Pod and your submissions or whatever you tweet at us might make the show. I don't know. It depends what you tweeted us. If you're a spam bot, please don't tweet at us. Yeah. Get out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Camdy man. Uh, you can find Thomas on Twitter at Tegan, not Sarah one nailed it. Hell yeah. That wasn't on the script cause I forgot to update it. Ah, oh. and you can check out our pin tweet on the gamer heroes pod, uh, Twitter to see kind of what we're up to check out our GGKC stuff because that stuff is
1: always changing it's sweet uh, it is always changing if you are in Kansas City and you want to play classic wow with us uh, it drops in about a month and a half How's that soon yep wow. August 27th or something I miss the date every time but it's August so do I just 20 need to something find
0: someone else to record this show that like for that month or I would love it if you did that okay, great <laughs>
1: um, yeah so if you're in Kansas City uh, come coming up with us uh, that's gonna be a cool thing and then Join the Facebook group. That's where I spend most of my time. Cam's
0: on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, pretty so. much. We, we look to divide and conquer. Um, but yeah, so for Thomas and myself, I hope you all have a great day and a better tomorrow. Okay, bye.